Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. This podcast is the place to learn about really feeling our emotions, mastering the mind, being aware of our energy, and tuning into our own body's intuition for the purpose of living in bliss, freedom, peace, and what I call our godly potential. I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, please go to drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I will send you Rachel's Nine Happiness and Healing Essentials, as well as my video class, Radical Radiant Growth. And this episode is brought to you by me, your Mary Kay Independent Beauty Consultant. I've used so many different brands of skincare and cosmetics over the years. And let me tell you, Mary Kay is leading the beauty industry and truly has the best products I have personally experienced. And wow, what one woman has built starting in 1963 and it's grown beyond her. It's, it's really epic. And I just became um, enamored with that story and what what's possible and you can visit my website at marykay.com backslash dr rachel and you have questions about what products would be best for your skin email me at reverend dr rachel at icloud.com today's episode is building your brilliance with jane shooty Jane is a self-improvement author, executive coach, team facilitator, and motivational speaker. Her trademark is to break down complex information into practical application for fast yet lasting results. Throughout a lifetime of research, she has collected the most effective practices designed to manage stress and improve relationships. Her audience is diverse, from U.S. Armed Forces to women inmates to global corporation employees to educators. Her favorite stress buster is water. Whether it is synchronized swimming, water skiing, swimming laps, or playing in the frozen water, aka snow, Jane is at home. After almost 40 years of marriage and water skiing on their wedding day, Jane and her husband still enjoy nothing better than a pull on one of the Minnesota's 10,000 lakes. I love that, Jane. Welcome to the show. Well, well, thank you, Rachel. It's great to be here. Yeah, I enjoyed meeting you. I had the opportunity to go to your book launch for your book, Building Your Brilliance. And you were just, I knew you'd be so perfect to have on the show. So I appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for asking me. I'm excited. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to go through your book a bit. And I I think, um, you know, for myself, what was lacking so much was just a really putting words to what I knew about myself. And I think your book just so beautifully um, and in a rich and true way can help people tune into that for themselves. Like, who are they? What do they value? Why? How, how do they enrich themselves? And so I'm excited to have you speak today. Thanks. Well, thank you. Yeah. So why don't you start with a bit about your personal story and how did you come to be teaching about tapping into your brilliance? I like to tell people I've always been a cheerleader. I started cheerleading in the sixth grade and I have been cheering other people on and helping them be their best ever since. My first career was in education and I was a classroom teacher, but quickly ended up 
as a director for gifted services in a school district. Mm -hmm. And one of their concerns in that school district was identification. So they did not feel that that we're finding all the gifted kids in the district. So I collaborated with some other directors in gifted ed from other districts, and we developed a really robust way of identifying kids. And we actually took that program or that way of identification out to other schools in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. and we called it Diamond in the Rough. Mm-hmm. So really concentrating on all the different ways people, children could be gifted. And I was really passionate about that. And by the end of my education, K-12 education career, I really was convinced that it's still not just a small population of gifted people, but that everyone has amazing gifts. Everyone can be brilliant. They just need to find them, identify them, and tap into them. And that's about 20 years ago when I started my, my own company and I was a coach. Oh, cool. And I, that's so important. And I think it's so important for parents to hear that too, about themselves and their, their children. Like they may not fit into this definition of what we have created for ourselves or for society, but that, you know, everyone has some potential in them that they can tap, but it may not look like what we think it should. Right. And that whole self-awareness piece in my work now as an executive coach keeps coming up for leaders. Mm. It's still the basic. You need to know who you are. You can't be your best self. You can't lead others until you know your strengths, your weaknesses, your triggers, your roadblocks, Mm -hmm. your journey. Just really being in touch with that and knowing that so you can be honest about it, be authentic about it bring it out and work with it. It doesn't mean what I call an open kimono all the time, but it means just really knowing the essence of you and tapping into that. Mm-hmm. So why, you know, what do you mean by building your brilliance and why is it so important for us? About uh, 10, 12 years ago, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder and I realized that I wasn't taking very good care of my body mm-hmm. my, or my mind, really. I was very busy. My business was doing well. I was the mother of three teens. And I, I ended up just not feeling well. And long story short, was identified as having this autoimmune deficiency or disorder. And I realized I needed to fill up my my cup, recharge my battery. So I started doing research because that's what I always have done to solve issues is research what's best practice. And I came across positive psychology and this whole idea of the three to one positivity ratio. And as I was reading about that, usually the end of the books or whatever I was reading article, whatever had some suggestions. So I started gathering those suggestions. I started compiling a list. I started sharing that with my teams that I was working with and my leaders, and it came, it was very well received. And I realized that I was getting better physically and emotionally as I was putting these practices into place. And I realized I was like up to 31 or something and that I need a way to organize these. And a house came into to my mind as a perfect metaphor 
to house each of the different aspects of self-care mm-hmm. that I was using or that I had read about needed to be and I started using. And yet it was so mind-boggling to you to do all the things the health experts say, I'd have to quit my job. Well, that isn't realistic either. So how do I know which ones I can use when? So the house was a perfect metaphor. Mm-hmm. I can only be in one room at the house of the house at a time. And I'm probably not going to go through every room in the house every day, all day long. Where, where, so the metaphor is, I check in the kitchen and am I eating healthy? I check with the, the exercise room. Am I getting exercise? My foundation is all about my spiritual foundation and knowing myself. There's an office. Am I spending my money in a healthy way for me? How about my time? How am I spending my time? And so that's how the whole idea of a house came to be, which by the way, comes very natural because I come from a building industry family. Mm-hmm. My, <laughs> my grandfather was in the construction industry. My dad, my husband, one of my sons, brothers, brothers-in-laws, nephews. Mm-hmm. I would say they, they build buildings I build up people mm-hmm. or the concept does. I don't do it, but I teach a concept that people can use that it's easy to check in with themselves, easy to figure out what's my best bang for my buck of what I can do for myself to be the best I can be. Mm-hmm. And you beautifully illustrate that in your book too, through words and especially the image. <laughs> but so one of the things you have in the, the book is the foundation of the house. Yes. So tell, tell us more about the foundation. Well, the foundation is just that. If you don't, do not have a solid rock foundation, your house is eventually going to have problems. So every builder knows foundation is key. It is the same for us as individuals. If we want to use the wonderful God-given gifts that we have to make the world a better place, because that's what really brilliance is about. Mm-hmm. And we need to have a strong foundation. So the strong foundation is about a spiritual base, connecting with God, connecting with your higher power, really being in sync with that, having a, a, a community that you can connect with that helps feed that spiritual base. And then also knowing about yourself, as I said, really clarity on what your journey has been. Everything from birth order to what I call a geographic journey. Where have you lived? What what has that meant to you? Uh, What do you make that mean? To um, just your whole, everything about your family, everything about you, your education, just really being clear and doing an assessment of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you really lead people through that in a profound way in your book to help them know those things. You know, that's not really what people, I think, at least for many years that I thought about every day. (laughs) Exactly. And then, you know, it really took me having kids to start diving into like, what's going on with me? What do I want? What do I Right. Start going into myself in a different way. I love this quote in your book you have from Fred Rogers. You rarely have time for everything you want in this life. So you need to make choices. And hopefully your choices can come from a deep sense of who you are. 
And I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I needed to figure out was like, who am I? And to actually just decide to like, to like me, like I choose me. Exactly. Yeah. I, I choose me. And I think that that is just that it's giving you a, a stronger base than to, to go out into the world and be you because that's what the world needs, not a carbon copy of someone else that you're trying to be, that you'll never will be, but mm-hmm. just really settling into who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is powerful to make choices from that because it, it's easy to say yes to everything or to say no, because maybe we're afraid, but then to really know like when, when is it a yes for me? And when is it a no for right. me? <laughs> so it is about values clarity as well. I just have been reading Dare to Lead and Brene Brown talked about two values because that way we can remember them and they can really center us they can be that guiding um, factor in our life when we make decisions so it's really important mm-hmm. cool so now and do you have so, can, one more thing on foundation that I wanted yeah. to say is that getting clear on your backstory I call it your backstory mm-hmm. is so important because all of us have had things happen, but we can make peace with the things that we maybe haven't liked or that we aren't proud of or whatever. And that's all part of the backstory. I think sometimes it's what people and looking at a real kind of in-depth inventory of their past, that they aren't happy happened to them or that they did. And this whole assessment piece is about also about making peace with that mm-hmm. and um, thinking about your memories of what that means and getting it to a place that serves you instead of hinders you. Mm-hmm. I know it's easy for me to kind of focus on things from, to kind of remember the things that I guess you could call bad or like, you know, negative right. or something instead of seeing the whole picture, like generally day to day, like, how good and like how many opportunities and things were there really. Right. Yeah. Right. So do you have tips for building our brilliance or how, how do we do that? Well, the tip is think of a house literally. I mean, I'd, I'd love to say buy my books, you have it all or go on my website and you can download the house and it has an outline of all the rooms that I think hold important factors of of key ingredients to building your brilliance and being the best you, or you can just think of a house. So there's the foundation and the spiritual aspect and knowing who you are, knowing your feelings, that's all in the foundation. The next level is of the house. You can just think of that is your, your physical health. So there's a kitchen for eating healthy. There's a bedroom for getting the right amount of sleep for your body, and then the exercise room. The next level is what I call the mind level. So it's what kind of things are you reading, watching? What are you listening to? Hopefully you're listening to Rachel's podcast as a filler instead of some of the other things that we get drawn to that are more around the the ugliness of the world right now, but we can get addicted to that. The office I talked about is time and money management. And then there's the, what I call, like to call the happy, healthy hobby room mm-hmm. is what do you do to play? What do you do to restore your soul and to have some fun? 
And then on top of that are some windows that remind us to stay mindful. What's going on right now? And then the other is, what's the vision for your future to create a positive vision instead of thinking about all the horrible what-ifs that might happen to prepare yourself? Because that's not really healthy for you either. But think about, hey, what's my future going to be? And maybe some of that, hey, what if this happens? Some a little bit of forward thinking in terms of setting your goals of what could be blockers, but not living there in those horrible what ifs. Mm -hmm. And then there's a gathering room or a porch, which includes our relationships with each other. So just think of those things and uh, think about, hey, what could I do today? What's one thing that I could do today to take care of myself when I think of those rooms? Which one would, would help me feel happy today? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. I guess, you know, it doesn't have to be like a huge, long, year-long journey into something, but just today. What are we going to awesome. do today? Yeah. And then, and then being grateful that you had the time to do that today. So gratefulness is a big part of the house, and that's back into the, the foundation of, you know, just listing some things that you're grateful for. What did go right Mm-hmm. Um, what did I do to take care of myself instead of, yeah, I know, I know I need to be doing this. I, I should exercise more or stop getting down on yourself. Do one thing today and then be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. For, that was powerful for me, kind of living day to day instead of, cause I used to operate from overwhelm. And so everything felt like heavy and hard and, you know, like this big undertaking and the being able to just day by day. Right. That's, that's powerful. I love that. But I also love how you speak to play because that's so important because we can get tied up on the next goal or what we should be accomplishing or, you know, all of that, but um, speak to what you, what about play for you and for what you teach? Well, I talked about play a little bit in the fact of you know, I, I like to swim. I like to play in the water. Just being in the water is a fun playtime for me. Mm-hmm. Playing in the snow, just walking in the snow, those kinds of things. And then that can often feed over into one of the other rooms. But play is about thinking about what did I love to do as a child that, that was healthy for me and I just lost my time doing. I used to spend a lot of time playing with Barbies. And mm-hmm. I still have my Barbie clothes from when I was a little girl. And I started growing a collection of some of those clothes from those years. Mm -hmm. It also can be something simple like a collection. When my husband's grandmother passed away, he was very close to her and she had a salt and pepper collection. And I thought that was so cool. Well, the family ended up giving them all away or selling them on a garage sale. And I always thought, oh, that's so sad that we don't have like one of her salt and pepper shakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, well, that doesn't mean I can't have my own. So I started collecting them. And I just love my little salt and pepper shakers that uh-huh. I have all over in there. They're just fun from, uh, you know, everything from birds to little people to angels to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I find great joy in those. So it's what gives you great joy? What can you play with? What makes you smile? What makes you laugh? Mm-hmm. That might seem trivial, but yet our soul needs that. Yeah. Our soul needs to be refreshed and play. And, and the benefit from those hobbies are there's so many benefits. They, 
years ago, I read a study that teachers who had a hobby had students who were more engaged in their classrooms, even if their hobby had nothing to do with what they were teaching. Mm. So we're just more alive, I think, when we can connect into those, our, 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 our play passions. Yeah, I love, I mean, that was really true for me because like I, I think about as you were speaking, I was thinking about like how when I was younger, I loved swimming and stuff like that. And as I got older, I was kind of like, oh, I don't really want to get my hair waxed and I yeah. wash it. And now with my kids, I'm like, I get the goggles out and <laughs> going underwater. Even, you know, it'd be so easy to just watch my kids sled right out in the backyard but sometimes I'm like I gotta get out there and I get my snow pants on and they may be a little tight or whatever but I just get out there and <laughs> oh exactly with them on the little hill in our backyard <laughs> my husband and I joke that we're happy we have grandkids because what because it just seemed kind of silly for us to go out by ourselves and go sledding <laughs> and yet, you know why why are we like that yeah. you know get out there and go sledding yeah. no matter what your age just have some fun <laughs> yeah. and let Stop letting that number affect who you are, you know, and what you can and can't do. Um, and maybe you can't do it like you used to do it, but do it how you do it now, you know? Stop yeah. judging is, is, I guess, the message. Yeah, I love that. I love, And it so, sounds so cool how you and your husband do that together, like through skiing and all of that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So any other thoughts you want to share with the listeners? My, my biggest thought and my biggest passion is this whole idea of taking care of ourselves. I think we can, it's a, it's a balancing act. Sometimes we can, we hear the me, me, me society and we think, oh, I don't want to be like that. But then we also can forgo taking care of ourselves because we feel we need to take care of everybody else. And really we need to find the balance that's right for us because I do believe our body is a temple of God. It's a gift that, you know, if you think of temples, they're beautifully, they're beautiful Mm -hmm. and they're beautifully kept and it's the same with our bodies. So we need to spend the time for maintenance and building and remodeling and think about, when you think about the house, where do you need to go to remodel? Mm-hmm. Where, which room just needs a little cleanup? Which room is already pristine and you want to hang out there some more? Because all of that is about building your brilliance. And when you do that, you can sh- share your gifts with the world and the world will be a better place. So I'm pretty, it's pretty sappy, but it's pretty real. <laughs> and I'm really <laughs> passionate about it. Yeah, it's... Oh, sappy's not the right word, <laughs> but it can sound like just, oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, foo-foo. I yeah. got foo-foo. Yeah, well, that's but- <laughs> nice, but that's not real. No, this is real. It's your only body. You have you have it. You can't change it. it, it you are who you are. I mean, mm-hmm. you can dress differently. You can do um, facelifts or whatever, <laughs> but yeah. at the end, it's still you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, and the more we care for ourselves, the more we actually really have to give to others. That was a big aha for me as a parent. I was just like, I am exhausted at the end of the day. How do I, you know, where am I wasting energy? And, you know, that 
right. woke me up to like, what, what was I doing in my mind and how, how was I feeling and really becoming able to be and live in the present moment. And then I had energy because <laughs> right. I wasn't wasting it in other things. With your mind going someplace else. Yeah. And the, the other thing to emphasize is no matter what your circumstances are, you know, sometimes we keep waiting for the perfect time or the perfect this. Um, it really is about whatever is happening in your life today, whatever health issue you're dealing with, if you are, whatever, wherever you're living, whatever your financial situation, no matter what, you can practice these principles to, to help yourself get in a better place mm-hmm. if, if that's what you need <laughs> or to, to just do maintenance because you're already in a great place, but now you want to just keep it going or, or up the game. Uh, it doesn't matter. The house has something for you and just to help bring your brilliance to the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. It's so important for us to wake to that. <laughs> yes. So what would be the best way for the listeners to connect with you and get your book and things like that? Well, the best way to connect with me is you can email me at jane at janeshooty.com or you can go on my website, which is Jane Shooty, um, www.janeshooty. And then you can also find the book on Amazon. Just put in Building Your Brilliance. Mm-hmm. And you can also put my name in and it should come up. You can purchase the book on Amazon or you can also purchase it on my website. And it's S-C-H-U-E-T-T-E. In case people are wondering how to spell Jane yeah. Shooty. Thank you for spelling it. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jane, for being on. I love what you're speaking to and how you're helping others through this work. It's awesome. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. Hey, Rev with Rachel listeners. If you haven't already done so, please hit the subscribe button so you get all of the latest episodes. And if you're ready to dive deeper into your freedom and radiant expression, you can get my book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You from Amazon. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. This is the EWN Podcast Network.